Hey everybody, welcome back to Quarantine Chronicles with your host, Melissa. Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of 2021. Hello, hello, happy new year everybody. I hope everyone had a wonderful New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, a nice little break, hopefully You guys got to have a little break away from everything, even if we were all still in our jammies and in our house. (laughs) So this first challenge episode of 2021, this is an episode that I've been meaning to do, and it just kind of got not put off essentially, but I... Just wanted to see how long I could go, I guess, is the reason why I haven't done an official episode for this. So as you can tell by the title, it is five months without my Facebook. (laughs) And this is going to be the first challenge episode of 2021. So I think this is really cool because this is a challenge that happened in 2020 but is still occurring, maybe, we'll see, in 2021. And originally, I challenged myself to go one week without Facebook. And obviously, the title says five months without Facebook, so it lasted way longer (laughs) than a week. So I'm going to talk about the pros the cons of deactivating Facebook, and we're also going to talk about how to make sure you deactivate your Facebook in the correct way, and that'll make sense once we get into it. So other than that, let me just flip my hair, and let's get into this five months without Facebook challenge episode. So looking back to around September 6th, 2020, I decided to deactivate my Facebook. And this is me typing kind of like a little journal entry, if you will, on deactivating my Facebook. So let's see what I wrote. It says, so today I decided to deactivate my Facebook and I will say this. Facebook makes it super hard or difficult to deactivate. It's very tricky. You select, I want to deactivate, and a pop-up window comes up that says, just log out, which doesn't make sense to me whatsoever. You click on an option on why you are deactivating. So an example is once you click it, they give you a helpful hint or tool to use so you don't deactivate. So this is an example. I get too many notifications. And Facebook will say, learn how to limit your notifications. If you chose my account got hacked, Facebook says, learn how to secure your account. If you choose, I don't know how to use Facebook, Facebook will say, click on how, uh, click on our help learn page to learn more. And I remember going through these options, doing my little investigative work, <laughs> if you want to call it that. And I just remember getting annoyed. Like I was like, I just want to 
deactivate my Facebook. Like I'm on, I, I understand there's a lot of different people on Facebook, different age ranges. So I can definitely see how the I don't know how to use my Facebook might, you know, be helpful to someone who genuinely doesn't know how to use Facebook. So I do get kind of Facebook saying, click on our help slash learn page to learn more. But if you want to deactivate your Facebook, like just make it easy for us and let us deactivate it. I feel like if you, if your reason, like if you're really set on, I get way too many notifications and I don't want Facebook anymore, and Facebook says, well, learn how to limit your notifications, then that can kind of persuade you back into Facebook, which I assume is the main reason why they do that. But for me, I was just getting a little bit annoyed with it. So <laughs> going back to my journal, my little journal entry from September 6th, 2020, I wrote, come on, Facebook, take it easy and stop being clingy about this. I just want to deactivate it. Leave me alone. There's even an automatic only deactivate for seven days for the I spend too much time on it. So I ended up choosing a different option. I had to click opt out of future Facebook emails because notifications will come rolling in still. So that was something else that I didn't really know. Um, was that even though if you deactivate it, you can still get Facebook email sent to the email you use with Facebook. And that can also persuade you to go back and reactivate your Facebook. So I will say this, if you want to deactivate your Facebook, you might want to think of the reason why and really just stick to it. My reasoning for it was I was just kind of getting tired of Two things, two major things for me. One was just seeing everybody fight and everybody argue and everybody post so much stuff about what was happening in the world that everybody thought they were right and everybody thought that what they were saying was the correct way and nothing else could persuade them because what they were saying was the exactly correct and perfect and right and no one else everyone else was wrong and what everyone else was saying was wrong and it just kind of showed a really bad side to people in my opinion and I'm sure that I might have come off like that with a couple of my posts as well but I was just kind of getting tired of it I was like, and I think I mentioned this when I did my cell phone series challenges where I would shut my phone off, but I would really go on Facebook for, for a distraction or to kill time. And if what I'm doing to kill time, quote unquote, is negative and violent and just annoying me, then it really doesn't serve a purpose for me anymore. And that was the main reason why or one of the main reasons why I deactivated my Facebook. My second reason for deactivating my Facebook is a little bit more internal. And it it's just what we do today as a society. And that is compare ourselves to other people. And people might be better than others at not comparing themselves to people, but I think it's normal to do that. And I think someone out there who's like, I've never done that, I've never done that, 
there had to have been at least one thought or you must have said at least once while going on Facebook, oh, I wish, you know, that could happen to me or oh, so-and-so got a new job. I wish I got a new job or so-and-so got engaged. I feel like that's a really big one. When am I going to get engaged? And you just kind of go down this negative thought cycle with it. And that was another reason why I wanted to deactivate my Facebook. I mean, people were getting married. People were getting engaged. People were getting in relationships. People were getting new jobs. People just seemed very happy in a non-happy time with the virus and with just everything (laughs) about 2020. And I was happy for those people. You know, I'm not trashing them. I'm not saying, how dare you be happy? (laughs) I'm just saying that it wasn't good for my own mental health to see that. And sometimes, you know, that's life and I have to deal with those things. But if it's coming from Facebook, then I can just kind of say, hey, why can't I deactivate this? So those were the two main reasons, just kind of seeing a lot of negativity from everybody on Facebook and seeing a lot of separation and anger towards each other. And then the other reason was just comparing myself. And it doesn't have to be with engagements or marriage or getting in relationships or getting new jobs. It can just be looking at a photo and saying, wow, Like, I wish I could do that, or I wish I looked like that, or I wish I was there. And it could just be as simple as that. So those were the two main reasons why I deactivated my Facebook six months ago, or sorry, five months ago. So a week ended up turning into a month, and I remember saying, okay, this is going to be a 30-day challenge. Um, October comes. I'm going to talk about Facebook, my Facebook being deactivated for a month. And then a month turned into two, two to three, three to four, four to five. Here we are. (laughs) Five months without any Facebook. So I'm going to talk about the cons of quitting Facebook. I'm going to talk about the pros of quitting Facebook. And I'm also just going to talk about how, I mean, and this will kind of come up in the cons, but how I feel without Facebook. And it might not be positive, it could be negative. So let's get into looking at the pros and cons of just quitting Facebook altogether. Con number one, and (laughs) uh, this might make me look kind of bad, but birthdays. Birthdays are listed on Facebook and whenever it's someone's birthday, You'll say, happy birthday, person. And without Facebook, you really don't know when people's birthdays are. And I guess this could go into a lesson maybe for me saying, get all the important people in your life and you should know their birthdays. (laughs) Write them down, put them in your calendar and do that instead of relying on Facebook. But It's just, I don't know, it's weird because I think there was a couple times where I had to turn to Instagram to be like, wait, is it really this person's birthday? Crap, I didn't say happy birthday to them. (laughs) And then me texting them like right as I find out being like, happy birthday, when 
And with with Facebook, I would have found out right as I logged on to it, and I would have been able to post it on their Facebook page to make them feel special. So that was a con for me, was just not knowing people's birthdays. And again, it could be simply resolved by just reaching out or by remembering and writing it down for the future. The second con, and I feel like this might be the reason why I bring Facebook back, especially with the coronavirus still going on and there not being a lot of human contact. So it's that feeling that feeling of connection with people and with groups. And and this, you know, it can be anything. It doesn't just have to be your friends or family. It can be if you're in a fitness group or if you're in like a book club or a makeup club or whatever and you know people would go live and you would watch those videos and it could also just be missing that connection with people and friends messaging them on Facebook seeing what they're up to and just kind of keeping that social connection with people The other thing is events, and I know we're not having a lot of human interaction slash events, but I remember there being a lot of virtual events that I found through Facebook that were Zoom events or just online events. People, like I mentioned, would go live, and it was just kind of that sense of watching something together. Like, I remember... There was someone who was selling jewelry, and even though I really love jewelry, I just kind of felt like I was with people when this person would go live and like the comments were coming in and I would respond to comments, people would respond to my comments. The host who is doing this live at Facebook would respond to the comments and it just felt like we were together. And whether you have a hobby or something you really enjoy, Facebook actually does a good job with the events and telling you about them and you can search them. I remember there being fitness groups of keto diets or if you're running a marathon. When I did the 200 miles in July, there was a Facebook group for us. And that's kind of what I miss the most, especially now during the virus. Without Facebook, I kind of feel like I might be missing out on something. Missing out on something, meaning there might be a group that I would be really interested in, but I'm obviously not on Facebook, so I wouldn't know. There might be an event that I might want to zoom into virtually, But again, I wouldn't know. There might be friends or people that I haven't talked to in a while that might be saying, hey, like, I wonder what Melissa's up to, but I don't have her number or vice versa. I might be like, hey, I wonder what this person's up to, but I don't have their number. I just have their Facebook. So I always kind of felt like I'm missing something because people tend to post it on Facebook and it's just an interesting feeling, I guess. People who deactivate my de- deactivate their Facebook will probably understand what I'm saying. But those of you 
who still have it and never deactivated it, if you do deactivate it, I feel like there will be some sense of loneliness because you just wonder, like, what's going on in the Facebook world? What is this person doing? What's that person doing? So that was a major con for me and still kind of is. I was thinking about bringing my Facebook back just to see what was going on. And then I don't know from there. But that was a major con that will probably make me want to reactivate my Facebook. Another con, and this kind of has to do with the previous topic or previous con, is that people and friends put their life on Facebook and certain events or milestones in people's lives you could potentially miss and have to hear from someone else. You might you might get the, oh, did you see what this person posted on Facebook? Or, oh my God, did you hear about this person? Like they just posted that, blah, blah, blah. And you will have to say no because I'm not on Facebook. And you might have to find out through another person or might just be delayed in knowing. And people post so frequently on Facebook that to make major announcements, I feel like they would just put it on Facebook. So you might be saying, well, if you're close with this person, wouldn't they tell you? And that is true. They'll probably text you and tell you. But at the same time, people are so used to just making major announcements on Facebook that they don't think to text individually if that makes sense. So there might be some loss of knowing if you deactivate your Facebook. And I wouldn't say this is a con, but it is for me. And it is also something that I'm not, you know, too proud of admitting this, but For me, I was spending time on other apps when I was bored because there was no switching from app to app, which I'm very guilty of. And when I had Instagram and Facebook, I would, and Pinterest, I don't even have Pinterest anymore, I would kind of just flip flop through them all. So I would spend a couple minutes on Instagram, okay, I'm bored with that, go on Facebook, okay, I'm bored with that, go on Pinterest, okay, I'm bored with that, and then kind of cycle it over and over again and I know I'm not the only one who does this but (laughs) there's a lot of us out there so I'm not too proud to admit this and but it just kind of made me bored of Instagram because that was or that is the only app that I've had for the past couple of months. So now that we went over the cons of deactivating your Facebook Let's get into the pros of quitting Facebook. And once you hear these, I promise you you would be like, okay, these totally beat the cons of quitting Facebook. And well, you'll see what I mean. So the first one, well, I should say where I got my information from first. <laughs> so I got this information off of an article, lifehack.org. It will be linked in the episode description below, as always, for you guys to read at your own time if you want to. So according to Lifehack, there are seven reasons why quitting Facebook will be good for our future. Number one, Facebook allows you to waste time 
And this was exactly why I was bored with Instagram since it's the only app that I have. I didn't have any other apps to quote unquote waste time on. But I should be happy about that because I didn't waste my time. <laughs> but Lifehack writes, while being on Facebook and scrolling through the news feed, many active users are not aware of the time they actually spend on viewing others life events or messaging with Facebook Messenger. It is it has become so addictive that many even feel obligated to like or comment on anything that is shared. And I feel like we can't even try to make up excuses for this reason because well, it's true. <laughs> A lot of us feel like we have to comment, we have to like, we have to share because so-and-so might get mad. Even from a professional standpoint, if you work in marketing or if you work, if you're a trainer at a gym or anything really, and your work posts something on social media, there's this tendency that we think to ourselves, oh my gosh, I have to like this because this is my my work. You know, I need to like it, I need to share it, I need to promote it or else I might look like a bad employee. So that could come from a professional standpoint or even just friends in general. You might think of the time spent on Facebook as your free time Though you are not aware that you can spend the same time taking care of yourself, learning something new, or doing your daily tasks. And I still remember one time during the same time when I was doing my phone challenges of shutting it off throughout the day. Might have been one, I think. I don't remember the specific one, but I just wasn't using my phone that much anymore during the summertime. And I remember one day I was bored because my phone was off. And I was reading the book Untamed by Glennon Doyle at the time, which is an amazing book. Highly recommend it. It was the first book I finished in a very, very, very long time. And Glennon was talking about a similar situation her child had. So she took away his phone and he was bored and was telling mom, telling her that he was bored. And she said that boredom is when people find their hobbies. So I that quote always kind of sticks with me. She was like, it's really good to be bored because that's when you find passion. That's when you find different hobbies you enjoy doing. And you're not just being sucked in to technology. And I always remembered that point. So I remember saying, you know what? It's a good thing that I'm bored. Let me do something with my time. And I ended up reading, writing, just kind of appreciating the boredom. <laughs> Number two, it can decrease motivation. By seeing someone else's continuous posts about the parties they went to or friends they see frequently, you might feel insecure about yourself if your own posts are not as impressive as the ones in your newsfeed. However, there is a rare there is rarely such a thing as going out every day or having amazing vacations every year. 
Unfortunately, though, we internalize the posts we see and create a picture in our minds of how others are living. One study found that participants who used Facebook most often had poor trait self-esteem, and this was mediated by greater exposure to upward social comparisons on social media. Basically, when we see posts depicting lives we consider better than ours, our self-esteem takes a hit. As many of us are doing this for hours at a time, you can imagine the toll it's taking on our mental health. Therefore, if you want to raise your self-esteem, quitting Facebook may be a good idea. When I read that, I truly get sad. I truly get really, really depressed when I read this. And it's not just Facebook either. I don't want to seem like I'm coming off hating Facebook because I feel like this is true for all social media, even Instagram. And we all know it. And unfortunately, we're not doing much about it. There's still people on social media, millions and millions of people on social media. But the older that I get, and I think this is how I know um, that I'm becoming more of an adult, but the older I get, the more I'm like, you know what? I really don't want to see what's happening on social media. If someone really has something to tell me, they will text me, they will call me. And even with just celebrities and fitness inspirations, fitness, are they called inspirations? Or, oh my gosh, I'm so old that I don't even know, like the influencers. <laughs> just influencers in general, fitness influencers. It's sad because I find myself comparing myself to them so much. On the other hand, social media is such a great platform to build something. There's a lot of people who build their own businesses through Instagram and Facebook. And it's just like, wow, like what, what like a difference between a pro and con, like a pro to social media. I can literally come up with my own workout plan and just flood Instagram and Facebook with it and then people will sign up for it. But on the other hand, it's really taking a toll on my mental health and self-esteem that I get to the point where I don't even want social media at all. And I think it's those two things that like, I don't know, it's just it's crazy that there's two sides to social media. But when I read this particular um pro to quitting Facebook, I am for it. I'm like, let me just get rid of this social media. It's not doing anything for my mental health. And even Instagram, I'm feeling as well. Number three, you can, you use energy on people you don't care about. Look at the number of friends you have on Facebook. How many of them are really good friends? How many of the friend requests you get are real people or actual acquaintances? You have to admit that you have people on Facebook who are not related to you and some you barely know, but who still see comments on their photos or offer a like now and again. Basically, instead of offering your time and energy to the genuinely rewarding relationships in your life, you're spending it on people you don't really care about. Oof. 
And that kind of, I, I totally agree with this as well. I, again, with Instagram, I think it's just because I have Instagram right now. But I would go on people's pages and say, wow, this person has a lot of followers or wow, whatever. You know, it doesn't matter. The count doesn't matter. But it's crazy how this can like take over our brains and our thought processes and affect us. Number four, Facebook feeds you useless information. It is one thing to read newspapers or magazines in order to get information, but it It is an entirely different thing to be faced with false news, trends, and celebrity updates through continuous posts. I bet one of the things that you will not miss after quitting Facebook is the bombardment of information that seems to have no effect on your life whatsoever. I don't really have a comment on this, (laughs) but it's still an interesting pro to quitting any type of social media. Number five, it damages your communication skills. When is the last time you actually hung out in real life with your real friends, relatives, or colleagues? Because of the social media that is supposed to help us communicate, we forget about real communication and therefore have difficulties communicating effectively in real life. This negatively affects our relationships at home, work, or in our social circles. So you might be saying, well, Melissa, we can't really hang out, but you guys can still Zoom together. I recently heard that someone did New Year's Eve, like a virtual um, New Year's Eve party through Zoom, and I thought that was amazing and such a great idea. And I think still having that person-to-person Contact, even if it is just through Zoom, you're still talking, you're not texting, you're not commenting, you're not liking. You're spending quality time with people that you really enjoy. And it's not through Facebook. Number six, you get manipulated. One of the biggest problems of Facebook is its influence on people's creativity. Although it is assumed to be a free social media site, which lets you share almost anything you want, You have have this tendency to want to get more likes. In order to get more likes, you must work very hard on your shared posts, trying to make it funny, creative, or clever, while you could spend the same time doing something that genuinely improves your creativity. After quitting Facebook, you'll be amazed at all the creative hobbies you have time to develop. And I laugh at this because I was just thinking, I was like, wow, I really developed a lot of different types of hobbies and it could have had to do with coronavirus and the shutdown and all that. But these are more recent hobbies, I feel like. And I think it's because of that reason. I'm just tired of social media right now. It could be a phase. It could not be a phase. And I'm just tired of posting on there, Instagram I'm talking about, that I was like, how am I going to keep myself busy? And then photography came about and drawing and coloring came about. And obviously podcasting is still one of my creative hobbies as well. But I laugh at that because I think it's true. I think it's true, you guys. You do find different ways to take to take, or to keep yourself busy when normally you would be on social media. 
And the last pro of deactivating Facebook is that it takes over your life. The marketing strategy of Facebook is quite clear. Its creators want you to spend as much time as possible on the site. I'm going to say that again because that's kind of big. The marketing strategy for Facebook is quite clear. Creators want you to spend as much time as possible on the site while working on their posts and choosing which pictures to share Many people actually try to be someone else. This often means they end up being isolated from the real world and their true selves. It is possible to put that same time and energy toward becoming a better version of yourself instead of faking it. Why not try quitting Facebook? Wow, that was a great article. Like I said, I will leave it below for you guys to read and... I just, wow, I'm always blown away whenever I see the pros of quitting social media. Like I said, there's such like a a back and forth with it because I know a lot of people who grew or started a business and social media really helped because that's essentially word of mouth. So it's a really back and forth topic. I feel like there's a lot of pros to social media And I feel like there's a lot of cons to social media. So if you guys will be trying this out, deactivating Facebook, whether it's for a day, a week, a month, might turn into a couple months. I was just talking to one of my friends and they said, you know, back in March, April, I deactivated it because of all the negativity and I thought it was just going to be for a little bit, but here we are today and I still want nothing to do with it. So I think it's really interesting to see people say, oh, I'm going to give this a shot and then them realizing, wow, I really don't need social media. So if you give it a shot and deactivate Facebook or maybe Instagram or whatever it is, let me know. Come chat with me on Instagram (laughs) as I'm literally talking smack about it. But see, this is what I mean, guys. It's so back and forth. If you choose to, I should start like an email list is what I should do. But for now, I just have Instagram and I do apologize. Unless if Instagram is one of the social medias that you give up, then that's totally fine. But if you try to give up Facebook, and you still have Instagram, feel free to met this feels so wrong plugging this in this particular episode. <laughs> oh boy. But if you just want to chat on Instagram, chat with me to see how I want to know how it's going if you deactivated your Facebook at the QC podcast. And I've never felt more ashamed to plug in my Instagram than in this particular episode. So let's move on really quickly to I think that's it, though. I think that's the ending. I (laughs) hope you guys, (laughs) is this going to go into the bloopers of 2021? I think so. But I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. 2021 is here. And I hope that you enjoyed this episode, Five Months Without Facebook. It really has been eye-opening for me. And it definitely helps 
with not comparing myself to other people and also just kind of staying away from people's negativity. So I hope you guys do try out this challenge. 10 out of 10 recommend it. Link from the article will be below if you want to read it. If you want to get a little bit more motivated, you can read it again. It'll be in the episode description. But other than that, I will see you guys in the next episode of Quarantine Chronicles.